You are listening to the One Man Show Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aaron Says What podcast. This is conversation number 115 and I am your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Uh, Today I'm going to do something I haven't done in a while. Uh, You remember Chris Crimey of the Come Get Some podcast a while back reaching out for advice. Well, today we have someone else who did the same. Uh, This is, of course, my expertise on podcasting, social media, that sort of thing. Uh, his name is Marcus Bradham of the Neapolitan Podcast. He reached out with some questions about social media, podcasting, and the such, and being the Ovid Pat, <laughs> Ovid, avid podcaster I am, I told him I would love to, but uh, I don't want to waste a good conversation. So for something like this, I like to record, and maybe we can help some others along the way, because others have certainly helped me out when I started out. So I will be using my podcast hotline kit from Vinny Velez. Let's give Marcus a call. Come on, ring. I'm waiting for you to ring. It's not ringing. Why aren't you ringing? Ah, there we go. Sorry, but the person ah. you called has a voicemail oh, box man. that has voicemail. not been set up yet. That is hysterical. All right, I'm going to go off the air and try this again until I get him on. Marcus, this is uh, Aaron Weinbaum from the Aaron Says What par- Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you great. That's amazing. This is the, uh, I will just have you know, this is, you're the inaugural podcast of me using this particular piece of equipment that plugs into my mixer and goes through my phone so congratulations oh, i'm excited inaugural <laughs> that's right man all right of course i'm talking to marcus I like, I like to play i like to break ground so that's good hey you're you're all in brother uh i am talking to marcus is it Braidham? it's bradham bradham you know, you're not the first to get it wrong i remember back in school you know i always knew my name was but ready to get called because the teacher would Get that weird look on her face, looking at brown. So I'm like, it's Marcus Bradham. Bradham. Well, my last name's Weinbaum, so you know, I win. I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm fair, fair. But you are the host of the Neapolitan podcast. Uh, if you don't mind, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, sure. Um, I uh, grew up uh, in Philadelphia. Um, I'm originally from uh, there. Uh, I was born, and raised, and then I moved to the suburbs in Dolestown, Pennsylvania most of my life. And then I moved to Hatboro also. Um, I taught for uh, 15 years. I'm just getting out of that. I'm getting the radio because um, it's funny, like when you get older, you kind of realize like, you know, what your love is when you were younger. And I've always been infatuated with radio and the radio process. When I was uh, eight or nine years old, I actually taped radio by myself uh, doing a radio show also. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. So, that was kind of like my introduction. I was, you know, 
poor growing up, didn't really have cable. So the only way to really listen, uh, watch uh, home sports teams was to uh, listen to the radio or anything like that. So that's what I did. Um, and that kind of was the introduction for me to radio, and that's how I got started. That's awesome. And now you are doing, a, well, you're doing several podcasts, but the one we're going to talk about today is the Neapolitan yeah. podcast. So tell me a little bit about that and what your, uh, you know, what that's all about. Yeah, things have really gotten, you know, crazy in the past six months when I first started. So Neapolitan podcast was the one I first started with uh, my producer, who actually is a dear friend of mine, Gary Stover. He has radio experience. He did radio up at Bloomsburg University. And um, he started doing that. And I had the idea, and I knew he had kind of a background doing it. So the first thing I did was contact him and said, are you interested in doing a show with me? And he said yes. So the concept basically Neapolitan is derived, you know, from the ice cream. And our three flavors are we're funny, we're serious, and we're also honest. Well, as um, long as you leave I strawberry think, out of it, we're good. <laughs> you go with the strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but any, anyway, yeah. So I think, like, nowadays, one of the things that bothers me is, you know, unless you agree with the masses, you're wrong. Right. And opinions to me, to me, opinions to me are something that's, you know, you can't be wrong for an opinion. If you have an opinion, that's your opinion. You disagree with me, but you can't tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. You can okay. tell me I'm wrong on a fact, but you can't tell me I'm wrong with an opinion. And nowadays it's not like that anymore. It's where, you know, you are wrong unless you agree with everybody else. And I'm not saying, you know, listen, sometimes everyone, you know, the masses are correct, but so I'm not saying I'm always going against the masses, but what I'm saying is if I do, it doesn't make me wrong. It just makes me a little different. No, I, I agree 100%, you know, and you were right on. I did listen to episode 16, and I'll get into that here in a second, but, you know, this whole election thing is okay. crazy, and, you know, just right. the, the people that are unfriending me and this and that, I mean, they're going, or not me, rather, but, you know, just blocking people out of their lives because they think differently. That's the opposite of America, you know, and... and uh Agreed. I don't ever get political on here, but it is nuts. And you are just, you know, no matter which side of the coin you're on, Democrat, Republican, whatever, you are just a big hypocrite. Right. You know, you're saying hope and change and this and that and bring America together. And then you turn the, you know, and you and I are on the same page in that. And you'll just have to listen to episode 16 of the Neapolitan podcast. Um, so before I get into that, I just want to know, um, well, I know, but what, why don't you just tell my listeners a little bit why you reached out to me? Well, one of the big things is, you know, I, I kind of stalked you on Twitter <laughs> and, uh, I was, I was looking, I was looking at kind of what you were saying and, and I was looking at your timeline and, um, I'm sorry. I, was, I, I thought you were really, I thought you were really funny. Um, number one, right off the bat. And number two, I was just drawn to, you know, your, your following. You seem to have been doing it for a couple of years. And for me, you know, I'm the type of person I like to, I don't, I don't enjoy feelings and, if there is something, it better be a glass one because I want to break it. <laughs> so I I was at the point where with me, it was like, okay, I've been doing this for a little bit. I think I have a good product. I need to get to that next level. And I need some advice on how to do that. And sometimes people are just afraid to ask for help. And right. I've never been one to do that. I, if I see someone that has something that I want, I'm not going to be a person that says, okay, well, they have that. So I'm just going to hate the fact that they have it and sit over here and be angry. I'm going to go to you and say, well, how did you get that? How, how did that happen? How, yeah. how did you make this happen? And that's how you get information. And that's how you, you know, get to the next level is 
help. You can ask anyone from shore that's been famous, anyone, any celebrities, anyone right. that has been successful, they've had help. Uh, they, they didn't get there on their own. I did the so, same. I mean, I reached you, out. I reached out to whoever I could reach out to, and be, you'll be amazed. Right. People are very, very helpful. And if you go back into some of my episodes, you know, there's an episode called Podcast 101 where I had a, you know, I had a. I, I did actually. I, I checked it out today, actually. Really? That that episode? Yeah, I did. I did listen a little bit of that. Yeah. That's crazy. He's a great guy too. Uh, that's Brian Watkins. So, but um, right. Yeah. So I. I listened to episode 16 and I've done the same things. I've reached out to people. People have reached out to me. Um, there was an episode mm-hmm. I mentioned before I called you. Uh, his name is Chris Crimey of the, of the come get some podcast, but uh, let's now you asked my advice. So I'm going to give it to you and, and I want to do this on air. So, you know, in the end, this is your show. You do what you want. And I'm just offering right. my advice. So, I mean, are you ready? <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm waiting with bated breath right here. Oh man! All right. Well, well. <laughs> first of all, let's get. And I already. This is not going to be a big mystery to you because I told you a lot of this in an email I sent back to you or a direct message. I don't remember. We, we we've had a lot of communication here over the last few days. And thank you for being flexible with me, by the way. Uh, my recording schedule. You know, my recording. I, I record out no, of my no, house. No. So I mean, if, it was, if I wasn't talking to you, I'd just be sitting here watching my DVR anyway. So. Oh, oh, cool, cool. <laughs> you know, I record out of my house. I have a little homemade stereo, uh, or stereo studio rather in my attic. It's a, but gotcha. it's not your normal attic. It is the mega attic. Uh, it is, it is about a twelve hundred square foot space. But the problem is, no matter how much space I have, I have six kids between my wife and I. So I like to do it either wow, a. Six. I know, man, and they're all athletes too. So we're all you're over one, the place. You're one of the, the Brady bunch over there. Well, it's a his, hers, and ours. You, you know, just because condoms are on sale for, uh, you know, you can get forty for eighty cents doesn't mean you should do it, especially <laughs> if the pack says the gambler on it. So, you, you, you know, this is what <laughs> happens. But uh, yeah, so uh, it's a his, hers, and ours type deal. You know, I had two from a marriage. She had two from marriage, and we have two together. But usually, gotcha. I record when they're That's in awesome bed. There. And they all had wrestling practice, right. which would have been tonight, but they end up uh-huh. not having it. And then, so I, I shipped everything till tomorrow. And then uh, what happened was, oh, well, they're going to go somewhere tonight anyway. So shit. So I kind of shifted some other things back. So in the next few days, I'm doing several interviews to put in the can and, and, and then releasing them here in the next several weeks. But something you'll be interested gotcha. in that may help you quite a bit is I am launching a tutorial tomorrow. Well, I'm shooting it rather on uh, how to do a podcast from your house like as cheaply as possible. You know, the fo- coming down to the phone calls, the Skype and everything. I just use one computer, okay. one mixer, and one microphone, and and I pull it all off, and an, an iPad for a wow, soundboard, okay. you know. So uh, let's see, let's see. Nice. You're you're an MMA fan, so maybe you'll get this one. You're on steroids. Did you hear that? I I am I am an MMA fan, but I'll be honest, I I am I'm a novice. I'm not I, I'm not <laughs> as uh, I I consider myself to be a associate. I think yes. you have your uh, doctorate. <laughs> well, that was Nate Diaz saying you're on steroids at a press conference with Conor McGregor several months ago. But uh, let, let's yeah, get. I do, yeah, I, I do remember that. All right, all right, man. Uh, let's see. So anyway, uh, let's 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 go first things first. Uh, you know, before we actually get to the podcast, which I did enjoy. So, but there are things leading into it I'm Good. concerned about a little bit. First of all, your Twitter. Um, there are no links yeah. to your podcast in your bio. And your pick is a split screen of Matt Lauer on one side, and I believe John Turturro on the other, who I love John Turturro, but 
it doesn't really say anything about your podcast. Now, I right. I don't have a, an account dedicated solely to my podcast. I just go off my main account. But um, mm-hmm. if I did, I would probably put your cover photo on it or, you know, your podcast photo. You know, your description actually seems fine, but you have no link to find it. And I don't know if you have an individual Twitter uh account or not I, I showed you a, an example of like the Anik Florian podcast I believe where they have right. you know whoever does it in their Twitter and whatnot and yeah. that's even I if you don't like I go ahead I did do I had the, the logo honestly I changed that because the picture my girlfriend actually uh sent me that picture made me laugh really hard it was she told me she said hey look at this picture it was a black Matt Lauer yeah. it made me laugh that's why I changed that picture to that yeah um but yeah I get your point um so the logo, yeah, that's not a problem at all. We actually have an official logo, so we can definitely get all that. Okay. And, um, you know, people generally don't like to look things up. So, you know, they like to click and go. So, obviously, you put your iTunes or your pod bean link or whatever, or link, rather, and, uh, you know, make it easy for your followers. So, you know, under the website part, yeah, that, that, that's what I do. But, uh, and uh, speaking of iTunes, um Let's get to that. And I don't know anything about Podbean or how you submit or whatnot. You figured out how to do the link, which is hard enough. And you figured out how to get the picture uploaded mm-hmm. to iTunes, which is hard enough also. Because, you know, have to, you have to have a specific right. amount of, you know, pixels and whatnot. But um, right. I don't know where iTunes pulls the info. But if I were you, um, I think you have a good start with your cover. But maybe consider putting graphics, you know, like with your show name. You just... Like, go on iTunes, look up things like the Adam Carolla podcast, my show, Joe Rogan podcast, and, you know, they have some sort of graphic of what the podcast is called. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hear you. Okay, cool, cool. And there's no show description, and then by author it says, unknown man. If you're going to put yourself out there, put yourself out there all out. And I think probably it may be a technical issue with you where you got to figure out how to do that with Podbean and whatnot. And I, I understand that, but... This is just uh, right. It actually, I actually talked about that with my producer, and okay. I tried to notice the unknown thing also. And we're actually in the process of fixing that cool. uh, ASAP, so we're gonna definitely know that. And I actually, this is a whole separate tutor- tutorial rather than the one I'm doing. It's it's uh, it's how I post my podcast. I pay zero money, and it's a, it's just kind of a deal. Or I'm just gonna briefly go over it. It goes through. Uh, WordPress to FeedBurner to iTunes and all the other channels I broadcast from, including iHeartRadio, I, uh, I which is cool. So you'll be on iHeartRadio after today. How about that? Hey, all right. <laughs> but uh, it's just I'm, I'm winning. I'm winning all day today, right now. <laughs> That's right, man. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as I publish it, which which will be uh, which will be next week, but presentation matters. You know, it's the lead-in that goes up into it. It's you're you're trying to get people to listen to you because. This is something you want to do, man. You know, it's a hobby for me, but this is right. this is all out for you. You love it. You know, this is this is yeah. your passion. All, all right. right, yeah. So uh, now onto the show. I, I do like the intro, maybe a little long, and I consider maybe faded it down a little bit and putting a voice intro into it because if you listen to, do you listen to other podcasts? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like what are your favorite? I'm just curious. Oh, um, I, I Adam Kroll, you mentioned him. I like yes. him a lot. Um, I I enjoy uh, Chris Jericho talk as Jericho because I'm a huge wrestling fan. Oh wow! Um, the Stone Cold, I, go the ahead. Stone Cold podcast. I enjoy that also. Yes, yeah, cool man. Uh, Adam Kroll is awesome. Yeah, There's a, a couple of my favorites. Uh, Adam Kroll uh, is was one of the first ones I ever listened to, and actually, uh, 
I got in touch with Vinny Tortorich from that podcast. Do you know who he is? He's the he's the diet guy that comes on there every once in a while, the no sugar, no grains. Yeah, yes, yes. I actually yes. I was on his show and he was actually on mine, so super cool. And I actually uh Wow, that's awesome. I had a neck surgery. You know, I'd you don't get credit for being in shape most of your life. You only get credit when you get really fat and then you lose a bunch of weight. So oh. I had a neck surgery. Oh, you're, pre- you're preaching the choir. Yeah, I had a neck surgery and I lost 40 pounds. Everyone's like, oh my God, you lost so much weight. I'm like, what are all the damn years I was fucking in shape? Seriously. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, give me credit for those years. But then he's awesome and, and he's uh, he's come on my podcast as well. So, you know, that was awesome. But if you listen to those podcasts, they have very short intros. You know, maybe 15 to 30 seconds, you know, and I don't want to take away from your original okay. song and whatnot. If you really want to play it out, save it for the end, you know, and just kind of intro it at the beginning. And uh, I got you, you know, just kind of suck them in right then and there and get to the content. Because one of the main reasons people like podcasts is it gets right to the content. There's not a lot of commercials. You know, there's not a lot of dead air and that and that sort of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. And, and your sound really isn't bad. I mean, I can understand you, and it's even. So, uh, what kind of like what kind of setup are you using? You know, it's funny. Episode 16 was the first episode we used a microphone. Um, we have two microphones now. Just you know, cool. nothing really crazy expensive, just from Radio Shack or whatnot. Right. But before that, we were just using the computer microphone, and right. the sound, you know. My voice was a little more faded than, than Gary's was because Gary sits right in front of the computer because seeing the screen kind of freaks me out. So I had it facing towards him and not towards me. So his voice was picked up a little bit clearer in mind, but it wasn't anything where we felt it was a major problem. But then as we started to get better, we were like, you know what? We really need to invest in invest in the microphone. So we went out and did that. But yeah, we I mean, the computer actually served us really well for the first 15 right. episodes. And then... Also, episode 16 was the first episode we had a song. Um, I, my, actually, my cousin's uh, a hip-hop artist in Philadelphia, Andrew Haynes, uh, drew the picture, so he blessed us with that amazing song. We were really excited about it because we we were thinking, okay, well, this is going to make us sound a lot more professional than just me coming on. Because before that, if you anyone listens before episode 16, I apologize. <laughs> I do a little singing, singing, and oh. my voice is horrendous. Oh, but, dear God. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. But I was doing things like I would do my own intros, and yeah. every week I kind of do a take on a new song to introduce myself. And it got it was funny, but it was one of those things where for me it was exhausting because I'm trying to figure out a new way each time. So right. I was like, dude, we really gotta get a song here. I'm I'm dying. But um, so that's why I guess the the first episode 16, 17, the only episodes with a song. Every episode we go right into it. So got it. Like, well, you know. You did a lot of things right, and are you running all this through a mixer? Yes, um, my producer. That's why he. That's why I call him. I am not computer literate right. at all. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a hun pet guy on the keyboard. Don't have the best fine motor skills, <laughs> so he he <laughs> handles all that stuff. And I, yeah, <laughs> cutting cutting is cutting's not my strong suit. So, um, <laughs> but he handles all that stuff. All cool. The, the aspects of the technical stuff, like he puts, he uploads everything and he does a great job with that. I mean, I, as far as, you know, the show and the direction of the show and driving the show, that's my department. Right. But, and one of the things I really love about what we do is, um, we, we do a little differently maybe than a lot of other people where I don't tell him what we're going to be talking about. No, I, I, I don't like to do just, that either. I yeah. don't like it to be scripted. Yeah. I completely get my topics and I don't tell him at all. Cause for me, I enjoy like the idea of him 
just kind of going a different direction maybe that I planned going. So then he goes one way, and then I just go with him wherever he's going. And then I'm able to navigate it back to where I need to get to, but we go through all these cool parts of the show just because I have no idea what he's thinking on these topics. So I do enjoy doing it that way where I, we just sit down, I come up with my ideas, and he just we just turn it on and we just go. You know, that's the way to do it, man. And I think you're really going to like uh, – you're going to enjoy my tutorial. I mean, there is nothing out there – like that because I have searched exhaustively on how to do this with my particular setup. I want to make phone calls. I want to do Skype, and uh, right. I, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna get a lot out of it. I think a lot of people are. Um, but you know, that's, that's cool too that you're doing that. Cause we're going towards that's our next phase. Like we haven't done any interviews yet, right? But that's where I want to go next is start getting some interviews involved. And with my, um, um, I haven't mentioned, mentioned yet. We talked about it briefly, but. I'm starting with the Philly Sports Network in a right. couple of weeks, and I'm going to be doing some stuff with the Sixers. So I know interviews is definitely going to be a prominent part of that show. Yeah. So that's definitely going to help me out in figuring out how to do that stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, man. As soon as that thing launched, we're recording tomorrow. It's going to probably take me a week or so to edit. I'm not – you know, YouTube is not my forte. I'm trying to get into it just a little bit, but there's nothing out there like it right. with that tutorial. People are wanting to use two different computers and a digital recorder and this and that, and uh, I'm not doing that right. shit. I, you know, I don't have time for it. <laughs> Good. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know. Who has time? So, um... Ain't got time for that. <laughs> ain't no one got time for that. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> your sound... Yeah, your sound's good. So, and, and I like the fact you're... Uh, it was that particular episode anyway, and that's probably why you're most proud of it. That's where you really... I mean, in that episode, at least for me, you were educating your audience on what you were about and what you were doing the podcast for. Um, I like the, you know, you told me at the beginning of the podcast, I liked it why you called Neapolitan. Um, you know, and, yeah, uh, for me, it felt, it felt like a season premiere. Yeah. So it was a new episode of the new year. So yes. it felt to me like a season premiere vibe. So, and we had just recently, um, gotten on iTunes after Podbean. So I thought, okay, well, this could be a potential new audience. So I kind of want to give them right. a refresher of why we're here. Well, I, uh, you know, when I started, it was earbuds and an iPhone, earbuds in my computer. It was just the evolution of it for me until I got to right. this point. And uh, well, back to Vinny Tortorich, I just kind of put on his Twitter, oh, I lost this much weight, and uh, blah, 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 blah. I did a 20-minute by myself podcast, and I'd had people on my podcast before, but nothing really mm -hmm. technical. And he sends his tweet back. He's like, uh, can I have you on our on our you know, can I come on your show? And and he's good like that. He'll go on anybody's show, and that's just what he just what he does. And I'm like, I didn't have any idea right. how the hell I was gonna do it, but like anyone else, I'm like, sure. And uh, I kind of had to yeah, figure yeah, it out. Go. And I recorded yeah. with him, and the first thing I put out did not sound good. And luckily, you know, the same guy that uh, went in the podcast one on one with me helped me to edit out the video and whatnot to where it was salvageable. But I was like, oh shit. I mean, my heart just sunk. Like, I just wasted an interview yeah. that I will never get back. And then in the end, I ended up going right. going on one of his shows. And uh, But it was just, oh, it was heartbreaking. And then from then on out, after that Vinny Tortorich show, I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'll spend $90 on a mixer and and uh, do a few things here and there and, and really make it make it good. Am I, I going to half-ass it and be some guy that speaks into a shitty microphone? Or, or am I going right. to just... You know, in the end, even if I don't have a million listeners, this will be something for my kids to go back and listen to, you know? I, I completely agree with you. And, and it's, I mean, it's, I mean, you're good at it. Number one, you're good at it. Number two, you can obviously tell, 
even though it's not something you're doing for a full-time career, right. you're obviously passionate about it, so you wouldn't be here. Right. So and it is cool to have that soundtrack for your, for your children, like you mentioned, and just, you know, something kind of a bucket list thing, something you've always wanted to do. And that's how it is for me. I, I liken it to, um, you kind of, I, when I started teaching, uh, 15 years ago, I became good at it. And because I became good at it, I kind of thought, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. And then you kind of forget about what your dreams were when you were a child. (laughs) And six months ago, I came back to that. And it was almost like going to a closet and like kind of cleaning it out and getting this like small box out and you open it up. You're like, Whoa, I remember that. Right. And that's how I feel about this. I've never felt so alive than when I get behind a microphone and, you know, sit at my table and, and talk to my audience. It's, it's just, it's awesome. It's, it's the greatest feeling in the world besides, you know, my children being born. So. Oh yes. To steal life from uh, Rocky there. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Rocky three. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, uh, it's Rocky four, by the way, I'm just saying, but no, Rocky. <laughs> but, uh, was no. that Rocky four? yeah, man, when he beats Ivan Drago and his kids, uh, hey, maybe, you know, no, it was made of in Rocky two, actually, actually, I, actually, Rocky I think two. that might be Rocky, Rocky two. Yeah, it, it is, is Rocky, Rocky two, two because the, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, was be, be yeah. Uh, there you go. I don't know. I don't. My memory's not as good anymore. I don't fight so good no more. Because anymore. Rocky, Rocky three is when it turns like a cartoon. Yeah, that's when uh, you know, with Mr. T in there is like you know, what's your prediction? Yeah, that's when it turns. Rocky one and Rocky two, <laughs> I always say were great movies. Rocky three, Rocky uh, four, they were they were fun to watch. Yeah. No cartoons. And then the Rocky six was all right. <laughs> five doesn't count, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, five was ridiculous. That guy's from that guy's from Missouri too. Tommy Gunn or Tommy Morrison, whatever. Of course, he died recently. Yeah, Tom, yeah, it was it was bad. It was it was a really really terrible film. The Machine Gun, you know. I, th- I think they should have had Frank. Yeah, Machine Gun. Frank Costanza would have been the best. You want a piece of me? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, man. I, I get it, man. Listen, I enjoyed your podcast, and, and I will probably listen again. I mean. The fact that you have someone that records with you, produces for you, I mean, that helps quite a bit. You know, I, for one, should not be allowed to talk by myself, but I do sometimes, you know, just <laughs> to keep people in the loop. And I, you know, I just need to get them on a, right. on a better, uh, on a better schedule of recording. And, you know, and in the end, you just got to ask yourself, you know, what are you trying to accomplish? You know, and what are your goals? Right. And hey, you know, if you need someone to keep you company, I'm here. You All know, right. like I said, the DVRs when I get home, but I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> I got you. That's awesome, brother. I appreciate that, man. This is this has been a <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, no problem, no problem. This has been good, man. I I hope you get something out of it, and and I hope you see some changes. And uh, you know, you're definitely on the right track. Um, you know, why you got me on here for some uh, free advice? Or is there any other questions you had for me? Um. Well, the Huffington Post stuff actually okay. is was interesting to me. How long have you been, how long have you been blogging for them? Man, you know, I don't do it nearly enough, and I, I, I probably should, but it's been well over, I think it's been at least a year and a half, and it was kind of a cool deal, and that that's another Twitter thing. Most of everything I did, the podcast is good, but most everything I do right. is is from Twitter. So, um, is that something you're interested gotcha. in doing? I can send you a link, and, uh, and, and maybe um, you can do You know, it. honestly... That's like right now, like my, I, I just want to become good at one thing, yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting to this point where I'm doing okay here yeah. and I see myself going this direction 
as great as that does sound, I appreciate no, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. opportunity is just, it's just for me, it's just, it would just be too much. Like right now it's just, I'm now focused on becoming really good at podcasting and then, you know, seeing where it goes from there. No, I totally understand, man. I, uh... and plus again, 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 five motor skills, five motor skills. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and that was just one of those things, just me being a goofball on Twitter, uh, they liked my jokes, and they, and they right. wanted to know if I wanted to write for them sometime, and I did, and I don't have that many articles on there. Um, so, yeah, I actually wrote uh, for The Last Word on Sports MMA for a little bit, but I wasn't putting out articles frequently. Oh, really? They didn't quite fire me, but the, you know they left my author page out there. All of a sudden, I was just cut out of a direct message group. I'm like, what's the deal? And they're like, well, you're not coming out with content fast enough. I'm like, I told you when I was getting into it, I was doing you, you I, I do it on the side. But they, they weren't fired, but they said, hey, we don't know if we want to write for you. Right. And I actually wrote an article. I predicted <laughs> I, I, I predicted that on short notice, Nate Diaz was going to be too much for Conor McGregor, and Nate was going to overtake him because of the weight difference, and boom. And of course, you know, the second time I was wrong, but... The first time when everyone was picking Connor to do whatever he wanted, I picked Nate Diaz. Just, just remember I, uh, that. I did watch that fight, and I, I, although I do think you're right, I think you know he did underestimate the weight difference. But yeah. I also, in that fight, from my perspective, I feel that Connor came out strong, and it looked like there from the beginning yeah. he was going to knock him out very quickly. Yep. I think he kind of the conditioning was a problem. He looked like he was he started sucking wind. After, I think, maybe the second round or so, yeah. he really started getting tired. He started kind of putting the hands on the hips and drooping the shoulders. I think his condition wasn't up to par where, where it should be. Probably probably cause, maybe because of the weight. But Well, yeah, let's face it. I mean, if the guy was 155 or 145, those shots would have knocked him out. But there's Nate who, you know, right. he just – he was hydrated. He was he was in shape. Well, I guess he wasn't – I guess he wasn't that in shape. But, you know, he was just – mentally there and Connor was just a little too much mentally there where he was a little overconfident I thought but uh yeah, yeah I mean and, and the, I mean confidence can be you know a double-edged sword yeah. because too much of it could get to get you knocked out but I'm interested to think you see what's in episode 16 what do you think might take on Ronda Rousey uh, well okay so I I agree with what you said it just summarize for my listeners because they don't know what we're talking about what you said but okay uh, well basically basically what I did was I compared I said to Ronda Rousey the reason why her decline I feel was derived from her infatuation and in chasing Hollywood and I feel long story short that if you're gonna fight you need to be a fighter you can't be a celebrity and be a fighter it never works it never will work you need to just be a fighter. I'll look at Conor McGregor, for instance. Conor McGregor is a very popular fighter, but the one thing straight, he's a fighter. That's it. Right. Doesn't do anything else but train and fight. No. And Ronda Rousey started doing movies and all the other stuff, and I think she got distracted, and it caused her to really her decline and her demise, ultimately, I feel. Well, not to mention she has a terrible coach and Coach Edmund Traverian or whatever. Everyone has left that gym now. Travis Brown, uh Let's see, uh, Jake uh, Dan- Ellenberger's left that gym, and uh, the only one really left mm-hmm. was was Ronda. And from the between that first fight and second fight, you know she's a world class judoka, but she was trying to stand up with, right. with two killers, two boxers, no head movement. She yes. was stiff as a board, and yeah. uh, you got a coach telling her the same thing. You know she's doing beautiful and this and that, and she, you know there's no evolution there. Now you know I agree she did a lot of Hollywood and I this agree. and that. But this time around, I think all she did was train. 
And in the end, she just trained the same things that, you know, cost her in the last fight because Holly just lit her up, man. And that was hard to watch. I, I, I couldn't yeah. believe it. And this time, I it just, was. It was tough. I, I thought Amanda would bum rush her and, you know, Ronda would have the momentum, but Amanda kept her distance with her jab and, and just lit her up and boom, boom, boom. Her head stayed in the same place and that was it, you know? But I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree with your, your uh, assessment. She definitely um, kind of started doing the same things and the scouting report was definitely out on her. Yeah. No question. Yeah. And, and you know, once you expose someone's weaknesses, you know, in MMA, you're not, MMA, you're not the best forever. Like, oh my God, like that BJ Penn fight, you know? You know, Father Time just caught up to that guy. Yeah. Oh, I, I could. That, yeah, you want to yeah, talk about definitely. one of the most difficult fights ever to watch because I've seen him just be a killer and uh, he couldn't do nothing, man. He just kept getting lit up. And I was like, I was like, ugh, man. But uh, we, well, when it comes to sports, the, when it comes to sports, the one the one aspect of sports that's undefeated is Father mm-hmm. Time. That's it, right. It catches up to everybody. You know, it, it, it gets everybody and it's not something really you can avoid it just it just happens. It, it just it's unfair because it's not something that's forgiving in a sense where you kind of see slow deterioration. It's like bam, it's here. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're Brett Favre Minnesota Vikings year <laughs> one, and then you're Brett Favre Minnesota Vikings year two. You know? Yeah. Or or Green Bay year forty before he went to the Vikings, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know what you mean, man. Uh, well, you got any other questions for me? Um, actually, yeah, one more question for sure. you. I, I uh, heard on your podcast you were one of your bucket list items of, is uh, doing some stand-up comedy. I was wondering, did you, <laughs> have you progressed in that yet? Oh, I don't, I don't even know when I said that. But no, I have not, and it's really just not a matter of me being scared to do it. It's a matter of me finding time to do it. Uh, you know, I'm two hours right. away from, like, the nearest comedy club, and like I said, I got – well, I have six kids, five of them who are active athletes, so I'm either at a practice or I'm at a game – so yeah, man, that that right. is a goal of mine. Um, you know, I think I'm good at reading a crowd. Obviously, um, yeah, I, I want to do it. Even if I fail miserably, I want to do it just to say I did. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if it's, and I, I honestly see you. I mean, you're pretty quick on your feet on Twitter. So I don't. Thank if you, you have time to actually get a pen down and write some stuff down, yeah, I think I think you'll be fine. I and think I, you'll actually be pretty good at that. I actually do. I have a running tab of jokes I'd like to use if I was in uh, stand up. You know. Thank you, Google Drive, and I just kind of throw them in there whenever I think of one or something goes crazy on Twitter. So, yeah, man, that's that's good advice. Right. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do this. I mean, reaching back and someone who's not yeah. where you are, but <laughs> give me the opportunity to come up here and say my piece, and I had a lot of fun. All right, man, I did too. And uh, you know, if you have any other questions, uh, you know, shoot me a DM, and I'd love to. Uh, you know, you get this thing rolling here in a few months. I'd love to have you back on and see how you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Do you mind if I plug my uh, show real quickly? No, please, please. Tell us where to find you. Um, check. Again, my name is Marcus Bradham. Check me out. Neapolitan Podcast. We're on iTunes. We're also on Podbean under Neapolitan Podcast. I will listen to Aaron and get my link up <laughs> ASAP. Um, we, we also, the, my Twitter handle is at RealNeapod, spelled R-E-A-L. N-E-A-P-O-D, please follow me, and please listen to the show. All right, man. Well, uh, if there's nothing else, it's been a pleasure, and I hope to do this again sometime. Oh, definitely will, man. I'd love to have you on my show, too, sometime. All right. Well, we'll figure that out. Uh, we'll uh, you know, send me, Shoot me a message tomorrow. We'll figure out how to make that happen, okay? 
Yeah, definitely, man. Take care. All right, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was a lot of fun. That was my very first phone interview with the podcast Hotline Kit. Uh, be looking for my tutorial. And, uh, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, it actually may be already out. I'll have it linked on my website, AaronSaysWhat.com, which is, by the way, the best way to support the podcast by clicking on the affiliate links there. And until next time, this is Aaron Weinbaum. Shalom. You are listening to the One Man Show Network.